0: Okay, a return guest, a favorite for both you guys listening and me hosting. Let's do it. There exists a threat from anti-hunting groups to politicians trying to give our land away, and we won't stand for it. Those vast western landscapes provide the space for our wildlife to thrive and a place for hunters and anglers to fuel the fire that sparks their soul. In this show, we share our love of hunting, fishing, and conservation here Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this episode of the Western Huntsman Podcast. This is Jim Huntsman, your host, coming at you from the Brokatine Studio right here in Clark Fork, Idaho. Guy, how you doing, man? Are you there? Are you there? Can I hear you?
1: I'm I'm here. Can you hear me?
0: Oh, there you go. Myself. You know what? That was my fault. I pushed the wrong button.
1: (laughs) Ah. (laughs) <laughs> amateur hour with the egg
0: <laughs> <laughs> i had nothing uh fancy to say at the beginning either i just wanted to bring you on i'm pretty excited to talk to you dude
1: heck yeah bro it's been a minute we, were, we were rolling strong for a minute and then i know, you know life, life happens and moves happen and five ten foot snow on uh homesteads happen yes yeah man
0: i don't even want to you know what's crazy is it doesn't seem like that long ago when we were recording because i remember i had you on and i think we had somebody else on it
1: was me you and garrett
0: that's right yeah and i kept i kept peeking out the blinds of the hunting trailer here that or the 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 studio here and i i kept looking out the window and i'm going holy shit man this snow is (laughs) never gonna end so um what you drinking tonight Actually, I don't have
1: anything in front of me, dude. Um, I got a, I got a lip full of Copenhagen and a spitter. Hey, that, that'll work.
0: That'd probably get me higher than a Chinese cut if I tried that right now.
1: <laughs> the, uh, my parents flew in today, and they made the drive over from the front range. And I, they were like, what are we going to do? And I said, well, it depends on if Jim hits me up or not. And he hit me up, and I said, well, you
0: guys go to Walmart and get <laughs> some
1: water shoes and whatnot, and I'll see you in about an hour or so.
0: So that brings it up, man. Uh, this, uh, to those of you listening, Guy Duplanche, how'd I do on your last name? Always perfect, bro. Perfect. Okay. Uh, you, that you guys uh, have heard in the past, we've done tons of episodes together. And uh, he has, since we last spoke, moved from California to Colorado. He traded in his Birkenstocks. Nah. You son of a bitch. And he's probably got a <laughs> pair of cowboy boots on now. <laughs>
1: nah, you know what? There, there's. <laughs> I gotta I gotta rule with that, bro. You know, cowboys cowboy that's a way of life. That's a that's a gritty SOB. Yes. Right? It is. And and you got this this western fad or trend, right? All cowboy boots <laughs> and hat no goddamn cowboy.
0: <laughs> no sons saddle. Of bitches no. Put, All yeah, hat, hey, no cattle.
1: That's it, man. Put the put the flip flops and the burks back on. And uh, stop trying to rock that, cause that's a lifestyle, man. That's some gritty sons of bitches, man.
0: You can't fake that. I'm sorry. That is, man. And I, I you know, I've worn cowboy boots most of my life, um, cause I used to think I was a cowboy. I had horses and mm-hmm. all this stuff. Um, I rode, I did a couple of rodeos, but not. I never like, you know, lived full time on a ranch or anything like that. And so, but I still wear the cowboy boots. And I'll tell you why. When when you live on like a homestead and i'm using the chainsaw all the time if i'm wearing anything but cowboy boots i get i get a bunch of sawdust in my shoes i get all sorts of stuff going on and we don't have rattlesnakes but where i grew up we had rattlesnakes and that's where you get into the habit of wearing cowboy boots as you're walking Mm -hmm. through the shade they usually hit you right on the ankle and they uh, they they can't unless they're a big son of a bitch can't get through the cowboy boots so i love my cowboy boots
1: it's uh it's one of those things, right? Everybody wants to be a cowboy until it's time to do cowboy shit Exactly. I ain't never done cowboy shit. I'm not gonna even pretend. I'm a cowboy my hats off to you See to a gentleman and you ladies out there shit. is a yeah. cowgirl putting it down to man.
0: Oh for sure For sure. So I kind of want to get your initial Reaction to the move to Colorado like like what was expectation Versus reality does that make sense?
1: Oh, absolutely. So so that's (laughs) this this was this was where I was supposed to be. Right. I mean, this is, you know, years in the making for me. I had to let my wife. Make the move, if that makes sense, in her time. Right. Mm -hmm. My wife grew up in the same pretty much seven mile radius her entire life. And you're saying I want to go live at seven thousand four hundred and fifty six feet. And have to drive two hours to get anything, and you get a look like you crazy mother. <laughs> so,
0: so the Walmart you sent your parents to is that like two hours away? No, it's not. That oh, far. okay.
1: Um, you you know you could find a Walmart, you know like a like a bad habit, man. And oh, some my, bitches like, are everywhere. Now. <laughs> they're on every
0: corner now, man. Uh, mm-hmm. Mine's mine's only it's about 40, 45 minutes or so to get over to it. Yeah, uh, it's about twenty. Yeah. Oh, that's not bad. Shit, man. You're no,
1: set no, up. not at all. Yeah, I mean, you know, Walmart. It's, it's Walmart. I mean, I don't know how fucking <laughs> set up you are with Walmart.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we don't go there very often, to be honest. Yeah, yeah but not, not our thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, uh, never mind. We won't go there. I don't want to offend too many people. Um, <laughs> but no, man, I mean, expectation versus, you know, um, what it is. I, bro, I just, I, I told her the criteria for me is to slow down life, get away from the crowds, and live amongst elk. Um, I mean, I I live my backyard has the largest elk herd in the nation, bro. Uh, temperatures cool down. I'm in the on the back porch, and if I want to get details, I pull out the glass. If not, I just watch them walk on by, man. You know, they they've been as close as ten yards to the backyard, and most of the time they'll there's a little uh, drainage in the back, and they'll walk uh, you know up and through that drainage on the hillside there. Um, I ain't got no complaints, brother.
0: Do you uh, do you ever hit them with an elk call?
1: Um, you know I, I have a couple times. Um, I, I I don't. I don't know. This may sound foolish to some folks, right? And there's probably some some good in understanding it more as you could do that. But I just don't.
2: Mm-hmm. I
1: don't want to do that in the off season. I don't want to condition them if that's a a, a potentiality. Um, it could. So I tend be. not to. It, it, know, it,
0: I, it could be a potential but yeah i will tell you um because i i'm in we're we're rowing the same boat here i've I've got elk right here on the property and uh i will go sit and i'll hit them with a little cow call i don't i don't like mm-hmm. you know blasting with a bugle or yeah. anything right. I'll hit him i'll hit him with a cow call and every once in a while they all they always kind of acknowledge where whether visually or they call back but every once in a while they'll it'll it'll make them Curious as to what who who made that sound, and so they'll start talking, and you learn a lot about cow calling, and mm-hmm. and it really dials in, like you know it, it it they teach you how to say things like okay Absolutely. we need to get out of here or hey who's that over there or hey where's my calf all those things that you know some of these guys like the elk nut and and Dirk Durham and all, all these dudes they talk about you know the different ways uh, Chris Rowe uh, different mm-hmm. ways to communicate with elk. Um, th- you can hear them explain that, or you can go do what I just mentioned. And, and it, it's, it's such a quicker way to kind of grasp it and, and have it stick in your mind. Anyway, I went down I, a tangent there.
1: No, not really. I mean, well, it's, it's, oh, bro. I mean, is that really a tangent? Oh, yeah, um, it's a, it's know, a
0: necessary <laughs> tangent. That's
1: what I call it. What, what I've been doing is I'll sit out there and, and for me, it's, you know, watching the body language, watching how they interact and. A lot of it is non vocal Mm -hmm. right a lot of it is visual communication and body language and and the Mm -hmm. amount that I've picked up just watching the visual communication has been phenomenal and you won't hear them um, getting very vocal when they're in a group like that yeah and, and I would say within Within a half mile of my house, there's there's three different herds that'll come down. You branch out on that, you know, another mile, there's five. And as I watch them, they all have the same type of pattern. If they can see each other, you don't hear anything really. Huh. And when there's some separation, this hillside behind the house pin um, juniper and whatnot on that hillside and as the herd moves down the drainage and there's still some that are you know wandering around up there um, they'll communicate a little bit and the biggest dude is how much command the lead cow the matriarch how much command of the herd she has that has been i, I knew it and i've seen it but yeah. it's been mind-blowing to watch it you know, that much. And it's just like, wow, like it's, they, it's amazing, man. It, it they really don't is. do nothing. She doesn't say to do.
0: Yeah. It's kind of like, it's kind of like us and our wives. We, you know, I like to think I'm in charge. You know, it's interesting too. Um, <laughs> it's it's interesting in September. It's the same kind of thing, right? Where a big bull will come in and and you think he's King shit, you know, he's, he's got, he's got his harem, but it really is that lead cow that's still directing yeah. him, right? And, yeah. and he, she's like, okay, you're just part of my group. You know, that reminds me. Did you know that, because uh, you were talking about not wanting wanting to condition the elk and, and whatnot. Um, I, I'm kind of, I, I, I feel the same way for, for the most part. That's why I don't bugle at them. Uh, but I will cow call only on my <laughs> property, but I don't hunt elk on my property. So um, did you know that... Cow or uh doing any kind of calling to elk in Yellowstone was like a federal offense I did not know that
1: but it doesn't surprise me
0: how stupid is that I, 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 I there was a rumor I'll just because I, I was going through Yellowstone a week week and a half ago uh on, on our way back from Cody and uh you know somebody I don't know, I'm not gonna say who found a cow elk and started using <laughs> that new Phelps call at it the easy sucker. The easy sucker. And boy, did she like it. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, and well, apparently, that is a federal offense. And so uh, somebody posted a video of this going on and had to take it down because somebody else told him that oh. that was a bad idea. And so Holy who crap. would have known? I mean, you're in the world's biggest petting zoo. People are riding bison all day long or getting. What? Yeah, what the, that,
1: that doesn't make
0: sense. So, so that.
1: What's funny about that? Oh, that guy's an elk caller. He's calling elk. He's probably a hunter, and they'll sit there and try and you know piss on your tree. But then these freaking people walk up five foot within a herd with their kids, <laughs> right. and that's somehow not an issue. Like I just don't get
0: it. Oh my god, there is this. There's an Instagram page, dude, and it's called Torons of Yellowstone. I heard it on the joe rogan podcast i was listening to joe rogan podcast and he's like you got to check out taurons of yellowstone and it's got all these videos of, of <laughs> taurus getting launched by by the bison and i mean i just it blows my mind that people don't grasp the concept of wild animals <laughs> you know yeah. like, like they do yeah. they think they're in a damn petting zoo so what's been um What's been a surprise, man? Because California, you know, California kind of has this cultural thing, and Colorado has their own, you know, every little region of the country has their own little cultural nuances kind of mm-hmm. shit, you know, and and so I'm super curious, what, uh, what's what been a big surprise to you, because how long have you been there now, three months? Uh, I think five. Five months? Yeah, I think, okay. was, yeah five like months. Spring, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So what's been the biggest surprise?
1: <laughs> These motherfuckers can't drive. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what do you mean?
1: What do you mean? Oh bro, okay. So so I hear it all the time, right? Oh Californians can't drive and I and, and I get that, right? I get it. I totally get it. But I I've noticed that the only skill is go fast on the right. <laughs> because <laughs> really? there dude there ain't no defensive driving skills i it just it it's it's still to this day it blows my mind
0: they, and they so, cannot they cannot be worse than utah drivers man
1: i don't yeah I, oh that's a rough one bro like i'm i'm we're, we're trailer in the side by side okay uh-huh. we're exploring we're go we're trailer in the side by side and and the speed limit you know is is 75 or whatever and, and i'm doing 75 just cruising you know right lane only and you get somebody and it's wide open highway, they're, they're you know, pulling up five foot behind you, riding your ass, I'm in the right lane, you got the left lane to pass, right, and it's like, move over before you get five foot off me, one, I'm trailering, you don't know me, you don't know if I took the time to make sure I'm hitched up, right, you have no idea, I got, yeah. you know, 6,000 pounds behind me, don't be an idiot, and uh, yeah, it's funny, dude, so that's God, my thing, is like, you know, Yes, go fast on right. I mean, it just <laughs> it it blows my mind. Huh. Um, it's pretty funny, but so that, that's been that's I,
0: been your biggest that's been your biggest surprise by moving well, there was the, the shitty drivers.
1: Yes, because you got to – You know, the last few years, I'm here for the entire month of September, mm-hmm. right? And then if I pull a scouting trip, or you know, if I'm coming out um, to do an archery shooting podcast from the shoot, so I, I spend a lot of time here anyway, um, and that's really. That's really all the the difference that you know what I mean and, and dude we're kind of removed to where we're at right we're Western Slope so we're not Front Range yeah so some of the shenanigans and 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 uh, partaking in the shithead activities I'm not exposed to as much being you know being Front Range or excuse me being yeah, Western Slope
0: so you're you're you know? it's a lot more rural where you're at so you're not you're not yeah, like Denver absolutely. kind of thing yeah. You know? no.
1: No, that that was like frying pans of the fire. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you want to get away from it. and You put yourself back in it. That's just not, you know, smooth move, X-lax type shit. But, you know, it really hasn't been a nothing that I haven't seen spent in September here. You know, I mean, you got your you got it. It's so diverse, too. Right. You got your freaking you got your hippies and your and weirdos. Yeah, you are in Colorado. Yep. Yeah. Oh, look at this guy.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey come on man idaho idaho ain't that far behind you know i, I like you know to, it to be true
0: i like i like to portray idaho like there's no hippies here but there are and actually mm-hmm. i got a couple of them that are my friends
1: <laughs> there you so, go yeah well you, you got damn your son-in-law coming in you know vegan and all that
0: so son of a bitch i don't, I don't know do <laughs> so I, you, 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 move, you move over there and five months or so now what how does how, what's the wife's reaction been how is she liking it um how's that going
1: you know, it was at first. Okay, so she was working from home. You know, she worked for the same the same place for, shit, 20 years or something like that. So when she first got here, she was working from home, and I could and I could see that was having an effect. Right, we're we're basically on an island. She doesn't know anybody. Mm-hmm. She's she's in the house all day long working, and. It was like you could just see it, right? But then you step out in the backyard and you're like, Wow. And every once in a while she'd walk down, you could see it on her face, she'd look around, she'd be like, I fucking love it here. And I'm like, Yeah. And the more so she now she's employed here and, and the more that we get out and do, you know, it's just it was like we never missed a beat, dude. It was just like it That's was cool. meant to be. That's
0: awesome.
1: And it was it was such this has been in the making, right? And it just mm-hmm. took a while to kind of get her For the lack of a better phrase, brave enough to make the move. Right. It's not an easy thing. Both of us were, you know, employed long term employment, making damn good money. We're taking a hit financially. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's a big step, dude. I mean, a lot of people would leave where they're at Well, they people would leave where they're at now but you gotta, you gotta nut up, right? I mean, yeah. it's, it's shit or get off the pot type stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so it took some, you know, I, I give her a lot of credit. It took balls to follow me, you know, <laughs> you know oh, what I mean? For sure. It was just like, but I, I think, uh, you know, she loves it, man. We got a lake that's about 12 minutes away and we're out there fishing and paddle boarding on the weekends, you know, yeah, the it's whole not... day and just were you, enjoying
0: Were you out fly fishing the other day? Was that was that what you were
1: doing i haven't you know since since the the low snow melt i haven't been on the river um it's been pretty brown and the levels were hard or heavy oh, with gotcha. the uh, with the flows so i found this i found well there's two lakes within 20 minutes of me one of them um, is within like 12 minutes like i said and it's you know tiger musky um pike and shit. we've been going over there dude just about every weekend just going awesome. crazy drop the crawfish traps in while i'm you know throwing cranks from the shore and
0: oh that's what i saw you do yeah i saw that yeah yeah that's one of the ones
1: right dude friday evening i take down a couple crawfish traps you know grab my pole run you know run down the road a few minutes and get some crawfish in that trap and you know throw out for some fish man just hang out for a couple hours come home cook them up and you know good to go bro you can't i don't know if you could beat that shit.
0: No, the the only thing concerning are some of the following headlines I found that that come straight out of Colorado. Are you ready for these? I want to get some reaction here from a from a yeah, Colorado, sure. a newly minted Colorado resident. Okay, quote: Man hires stuffed owl with law degree as his defense attorney. What happened there? What like what's going on with that?
1: That's some good smoking shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> there's only that's only one explanation bro that guy is high as a fucking kite
0: okay I got a, I got another Next. one self-described alien abductee charged with child pornography
1: Democratic okay, yeah, probably a Democrat. yeah.
0: Uh, why were these shocking cattle mutilations caused by aliens? Man, you have some weird-ass... Like, these are real headlines. Well, you know, you know what
1: that is, right? It's that stupid-ass decision to let wolves out here, and now they're trying to sidestep that shit with aliens.
0: <laughs> oh, you'll like this one. Check out this elk's little bit of bling. That one's not that strange. I think they had an elk down there that got her head stuck in a tire somewhere. Mm, I, I'm not sure. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Probably yeah. up in
1: Estes, man. There's all kind of weird shit with the elk and Estes,
0: you know? Yep, yep, yep. I, I was going to find... There was another one. I can't find... Let's see... Real life. Dad. Creepy dad files obituary for seven year old son who's still alive. Well, that one's not. I mean, that's weird. That's weird shit. But it's not super like Colorado esque. I like the really weird ones.
1: Yeah, that's fucking. Oh, I like this. this That's pretty morbid, though. It is. Super morbid. Who the fuck does
0: that? Fucking, like you said, drugs, man. They they, they probably have. They need to try ham and eggs for breakfast instead (laughs) of shrooms. Yeah, no shit. Colorado embalmer sold gold gold teeth from corpse. Hey, I mean, the guy's got to make a living.
1: I was going to say, <laughs> I, I don't really see anything wrong with the gold teeth, so <laughs> unless they told him expressly that he had to leave them in the pocket bow.
0: Yeah, unless it was written. <laughs> Loaded guns and web surfing don't mix. Okay, that's enough of those headlines. <laughs> oh, overall, though, man, um, you you liking it? You, you yeah, lied, but you where did the. It?
1: Wait, hold on. Where the hell do you find headlines like that? That's the, that's the problem. That, Look, man, that's the I, problem across the board nowadays, right? The media, we gotta <laughs> that
0: shit out, bro. I, I <laughs> am not saying, I'm not saying the headlines are true and I can't divulge my sources. Oh, geez, I, I wouldn't either with that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh, great. <laughs> but
1: yeah, man, all, all in all, um, it, it's been, it's been a hell of an experience, um, You know just the fact like i said that the biggest thing was going holy shit like i saw that through you know what i mean like
0: yeah you finally yeah made it happen
1: yeah you know so that's and i don't care how old you are when you're especially well i think especially when you get up there in your years right and you're making this is a you're talking a hell of a change you know um it's, it's just phenomenal dude I look by like I said white River National is the largest elk herd in the country'm I'm, I'm yeah. literally four right turns and 11 miles to the top and I'm there
0: God that's you know? fantastic dude that's yeah. super cool i love yeah. I love the fact that because that's that's been that's been how I've been living for you know a long time and, and so it's mm-hmm. it's just a and I it never gets old. You know, I might get old, but living with er, er, in Elk Country, and I always use that hashtag on on Instagram. You know, hashtag Elk Country because I, I love that one. Uh, I, I've 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 done it for a long, 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 long time, and it never gets old. Um, I get like this morning. I've got I've got those um, you know Reveal Tacticams all over my my property so i know when something's on it and i figured out kind of like i actually what's really cool is i figured out the buck corridor these big bucks this bachelor group of bucks keeps cruising through and they'll hit the one camera and then like 20 minutes later they're they hit the next camera and then 30 minutes later they hit the bottom camera and and then they're off my property and they they just make this big round loop you know every other day anyway um the, the it just it never gets old i still get excited my camera was going like Half an hour before we we uh, connected here and started recording, it was going ape shit because I've got I've got four or five elk up there uh, passing through on my high cam, um, and okay. it, it never it never gets old. I mean, it just never no. gets old. So I, I'm no. really excited for you too. And and how? Oh, go ahead.
1: I was gonna say, even like the little nuanced shit, right? The birds you see, you know, driving driving up to the house and looking over, and you got four bald eagles flying around, and mm-hmm. you know, cruising next to the river, and there's an osprey flying over it. It's just, yeah, you know, it, it, it's shit that you're in awe of because you see it. You know, if you're traveling like I was to L Country um you know once a year for that month and, and you're just awestruck but man you can see it every day and, and it's the same awe-inspiring like you know thank you god for putting me here you know damn i live mm-hmm. here like you you can't every day dude I, I like i'm driving down the street this morning you know and it's the it's the crack ass of dawn and i'm like thank you
0: god like
1: yeah I live yeah man i know exactly
0: me. that feeling <laughs> yeah bro did, now didn't you in california did you live at like sea level
1: Oh yeah, seventeen foot
0: above. So when you would travel to Colorado to hunt, did you ever get like the elevation sickness kind of thing? Or oh, what it...
1: only only when I went up above ten thousand two hundred is when it would kick my. That's ass. That's when it would kick in. Okay. Oh, I'm just, oh, kick my ass!
0: I'm, I'm trying to. I know there's a lot of listeners that live at low elevations that go to places like Colorado and you know anywhere out west and and they're hitting mm-hmm. these higher elevations and I'm so I'm, I'm curious. How you think like living there because you're at over seven thousand feet now. Um, you're that's 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 actually pretty significant elevation by the way. Uh, yeah. So you're living at like seven thousand feet, and how that relates to how you feel like you're prepped elevation-wise and lung-wise capacity. I, I I've with the exception of my time in the military at sea level at Camp Lejeune, North Carolina, I have always lived high up in the mountains, right, and so. Um, now Clark Fork, Idaho is not that high, but, uh, it's still, you know, a few thousand feet, a couple, I think I'm at mm-hmm. 2,200 feet here. And then where I hunt, you're, you're starting out at about 4,000 feet. So anyway, I don't, I don't remember how I asked that, but if that made sense, but like how no, that it relates sense. to now you live there. Do you feel like, do you feel like if you went to two, 10,200 feet elevation tomorrow to hunt elk, would you, that, would that impact you?
1: You still feel it right like it's not the same impact yeah you still feel it right you you lose that that oxygen um so you definitely feel it now the effects on my body you know it's not as great as it was coming out and then jumping to that elevation Mm -hmm. um but yeah you still you still feel it you really have to spend the time up there and get physical up there you know behind me we get up to about eleven thousand. um and you, and you just got to spend the time. I mean, if it's folks yeah. traveling out, right, the rule of thumb is 8500 feet, they say 8000. But for me, it's 8500 feet two days um, to acclimate. So, hmm. you know, I, I think that's a better scenario. What? Right. And if we're talking guys coming in, sorry, go
0: ahead. brother. Well, I, 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 just like, before we get there, what is, what is, cause I, again, I, I've always lived in high elevations. I've never had elevation sick, sickness and I have hunted at 11,000 feet before. So it's, it's never done anything to me. And I, I, I always just kind of attribute that to, to, you know, I grew up, we, we, where we lived, it was about 4,800 feet and mm-hmm. everywhere we went was always higher. Um, so I'm curious, like, what it does to you. What does it make you feel like you're sick? Do you feel like you it, have Corona variant Delta five nine or two one four or whatever they're on?
1: B four T eleven. It depends, right? There's there's three types. Um, there's haste, which is high altitude cranial epidemia, or uh, yeah.
0: Dude, you got yeah. the li- wow. Um, that was impressive, man. High,
1: Holy shit. <laughs> high altitude. Now you're gonna screw me up. There's haste haste and come on it, man there's a lot of pressure high altitude no there's no pressure high altitude <laughs> pulmonary edema and then there is high altitude flatulence expulsion so one gets it basically in a nutshell one gets in your head right you get that's the one that i get uh going up too fast and you get this no gnar- i mean it's like it's the gnarliest headache you'll ever experience right for me the last year we went i went from 17 foot above sea level to eleven thousand. I think it was eleven two or eleven four. And I missed opening day because of it. Um really, really bad headaches. Your eyes feel like they're bulging. Um, you know, yeah. I'm sleeping and I'm like waking up to throw up, right? Like you can't move, you're throwing up. Um the so that's that's the cranial and then there is the uh pulmonary and the pulmonary I've never had it um but you get like a, a pink sputum. And you're coughing that shit out all the time. Um, that one is the most common. And God, the, that sounds nasty. Yeah, the high altitude flautus expulsion. You get basically you get altitude farts.
0: And that's and, what I was gonna say. Like that sounds yeah. like uh, gas or something. Yeah, and that
1: shit is is no joke either. <laughs> really? Like
0: you scare you, all you the elk away.
1: St- Dude, you <laughs> take two steps and it's and you're ripping one. And you take another two steps and you're ripping one. And and the, when I I,
0: I had shit. no um, idea, man. I no, had no, no. idea you had one blow your well, britches out or whatever. <laughs> yeah,
1: it was funny because I'm like, man, what the hell did I eat to cause my stomach? <laughs> Just like, what the f- is going on? And my buddies are like, dude, what the hell? And I'm like, man, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what I ate. Like, what the heck? And I did an episode with, uh, with one of the doctors here that is uh, with the altitude research in Colorado. And when I was talking to him, I, I was trying not to be funny but i wanted to bring it up because i'm like dude you know what the heck and he goes oh yeah you get the farts like crazy as a doctor oh really <laughs> yeah
0: that's yeah. did you just do yeah. that episode recently or no no oh, i did it's been
1: that episode i did that episode last year
0: if you're anything like me you're always looking for ways to improve your elk hunting skills September, and one of my favorite ways is the Elk Collective. It's an absolute game changer in self-education. This virtual elk hunting course has over 150 videos that cover everything from elk calling, strategy, tips, setup, gear, much, much more. There's a bunch of people involved, some of the best elk hunters in the woods, are involved with the elk collective and they've come together to put together this virtual course to help you notch more tags in September so check it out at the elk and use promo code all one word the western huntsman for 20 bucks off the entire course that makes the course only $69 it's a great deal and I promise if you go through this course you will go into the elk woods with a lot more confidence and a much better chance at notch in a tag on the mighty Wap, Hoffman boots is the boot choice of the Western Huntsman podcast and it has been for a very long time. I love my Hoffman in the Explorers in the 6 inch or the 8 inch. Uh, they have all sorts of options for you to check out. Hoffman boots is my go-to boot because I am a firm believer that when it comes to gear the one piece of gear you don't want to skip on is boots get really good boots and if you choose to do some Hoffman boots you're gonna find out why I highly recommend these hunting boots made by a multi generational family of shoemakers these boots are made right here in North Idaho and I've got an excellent deal for you if you choose to go with Hoffman boots use promo code all caps lock huntsman 10 for 10% off get you some of these boots and find out why I love them uh, they're totally waterproof, they're gonna give you great traction on the mountain, they're super comfortable, there's very little break-in period, can't recommend hopping boots enough. Check it out guys! Next on the list is Scree Gear, high-octane hunting attire without breaking the bank. You want to go into the field with good camo, right? You want, you want camo that works, that'll keep you dry, that'll keep you comfortable, you want layering systems, the merino wool the rain gear, all the things that make hunting a little bit easier and allows you to stay in the field a lot longer. The problem with most of it is it's super expensive. Not with scree gear. Scree gear will give you all the high end technical gear that you want. Without having to take out a second mortgage, and that's why I like it. And to make it even better, got a promo code, the Western Huntsman, all one word, and that will give you 15% off and free shipping. It's a heck of a deal, guys. I recommend checking out like their bundle packages. They have like the elk bundle or the whitetail bundle or the turkey bundle. All those bundles come with multiple pieces of gear, and you won't regret getting this gear. It's great stuff. Check out Spree at screegear.com. Oh, and you want to call in an elk? use phelps game calls i've been using phelps game calls since uh just about the beginning of phelps game calls it's a great company story too this company started in a little garage and is now one of the premier call companies on uh within the industry i mean you can't you can't go wrong with phelps game calls whether it's turkey calls predator calls waterfowl or especially i think the bread and butter is the elk calls and i i use the maverick i use the pink i use the gray amp Uh, check out the amp series if you're new to calling i recommend getting a couple of different ones and trying them out find out which one works best for you but uh, i promise you i'm not steering you wrong when it comes to phelps game calls it's a great company full of great people that make excellent products that actually work and the proof is in the pudding call in a lot of elk and you will too if you trust me by going to phelpsgamecalls.com i gotta obviously i got a promo code for you right huntsman 10 huntsman 10 for 10 percent off your phelps game calls and check them out phelps game calls get them close two last items check out the reveal cell cams from tacticam whether it is for hunting or security these are excellent cell cams that i have all over my property to include i uh, I put them on some job sites for some security so people i know if uh, if they're still in materials or whatever i'm going to catch them uh, and another little promo code I like to throw out there is for BATEM907 for anybody that is hunting bears spring or fall and you are allowed to bait. Don't forget to go to BATEM907.com. Since made in Alaska, use promo code HUNTSMAN10 for 10% off. The stuff works and it works well. Let's get back to the show. Here we go. For those of you that are may not know who guy is uh, if you're if you're just starting listening to either this show he does the podcast Western Contours sorry about that i meant to i meant to say that in the beginning dude yeah, no biggie, but I, you know what that's payback for your lack of episodes i noticed uh the last couple months I,
1: okay all right so we're going to go there
0: yeah you, you <laughs> knew i was going to go there I I, I I go through withdrawals man
1: well yeah, we, we can talk about that it you know that that's a different topic but we'll, we'll we can go down that road um <laughs> Let me see. I'm trying to see what episode. What episode that was? That was actually a really good one.
0: I yeah, that'd be a super good one for anybody. Anybody that's uh, (laughs) planning on traveling out there. I mean, that's that's helpful stuff. Um, Especially because I mean, that's a. Think about it, man. 17 feet to 10,000 or 11,000. That's a huge difference, and and your body is just not accustomed to that. And so when you get out there, and then you ask your body to do all these physically demanding things like chase elk across over a mountain. Um, you know, that's why, and people need to be, a, be aware of it. And I've heard, uh, maybe, maybe you talked to that doctor about this on your episode on that, uh, on that podcast, but I've heard that those, um, what what do they call those? Elevation masks, uh, yeah, or, or whatever they are. I heard that those really don't work. So, okay. And we, we, we
1: talked about that a little bit, right. And, and my opinion of those, cause I have one, I was like, well, I'm gonna do anything that helps me. And, yeah. and you know, he said, yeah, they don't they don't simulate the altitude, but they do help strengthen the diaphragm, which could pay its own benefit um, as you're up at altitude. So, you know, not to say that they're they're garbage. Um I don't think that they are. I did notice a bit of a difference with my PT when I was wearing it. Uh, they're just hard as hell to get used to. Yeah. Um, the, the key, and that's what I was going to say before, the key with altitude sickness is your your acclimation to altitude, right? So 8,000 to 8,500. Uh, they say 24 hours. I think if you could pull two days, uh, it's worth its weight in gold because yeah, on the other side it. of that, if you get stuck with it, right, if, if it hits you, you're coming down the mountain Mm -hmm. and to clear the effect, it it, depending on the person, right? It can take two, three days to clear the effect of it. Um, for me, I, as long as I get down below 9,000 pretty quick, it it clears up almost instantly. Like the headache's gone. You still, you still like, I felt like that, like my eyes were affected. Like I had arterial, you know, I don't know what they're called in there, but like my eyes were just super red, you know, um, from my, Shit. from the arteries busting. Yeah. yeah. So it can be bad, but yeah. it's episode 248 with Dr. Uh, Peter Hackett.
0: Okay. Um, Dr. Peter Hackett, a, episode 248, yeah. Western Contours podcast.
1: Yep. Yeah, he's a, a clinical professor of altitude research or, or mm. for, with the altitude research center, um, here in uh, Colorado. Hmm. So legit really God, cool that's, guy. That's cool, it, man. Yeah. That's
0: a great idea for an episode too. <clears throat> um, did, well, that, I mean, did that episode it, right? get like more downloads than other ones?
1: It got it got a whole heck of a lot, man. It, it's a it's really, crazy. it's a really informative episode, um, and it's and it's a lot of hunters. He says during hunting season, that's when they see the uptick, and I don't mm-hmm. think that people realize, you know, that effect on them. Um, yeah, I know for me, man, it was dude, it was bad.
2: Oh, like I sure. felt,
1: you know, I've had it twice, and that's the problem with it is once you have it, you're more susceptible to it um, repeating. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the bitch with it. So yeah, you guys take care of yourselves and watch that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I, I, and I always like when, when, especially hunting podcasts, I I always like when they find a very specific thing with a very specific expert, like an elevation Mm -hmm. doctor for hunters. I mean, that's freaking brilliant, man. (laughs) Like
1: I, I actually wanted to do more, right. Because there's a lot of research on it. And as I was doing my own. You know, I felt I, I felt like there was some there was some conflicts in the research, but but with Doctor Hackett, I felt like his was at least in my opinion was was pretty thorough and complete,
2: and he had years uh, behind him on it, so it was yeah, yeah, yeah. Was pretty legit. Huh. You know?
1: Sweet, Sweet. So you want to go down that that note episode? Yeah, about? I do. I, that's exactly <laughs> what I was going
0: to ask. So I, let's let's talk about that because I I really did. Um. You know, I I used to listen. I that's not true. I still listen to a lot of hunting podcasts, uh, and you know, I yours is yours is one I've I've just always I listened to yours before I even had mine. Um, and Appreciate that. You know, and, and I've just I've kind of gone down this new path this last couple of months of listening to podcasts that are not hunting related. Mm -hmm. Uh, and and it's interesting doing that too, by the way, you, you learn a lot about what you can do to kind of like help your show. I don't know. That's, that's a totally different subject, but you know what I'm saying? No, I got you. I got you. Um, but I, I'm kind of, I, I I love hunting podcasts, but it's, there's a lot, there's, it's been so saturated with a lot of new ones and I always wanted to like try them out and hear them and and stuff like that. But Mm -hmm. you know. A lot of it is just kind of broken record stuff. To be, you know, I'm not trying to be rude or anything, but no, I feel uh, you, bro. You know, it's just, it's like, man. Uh, Anyway, no, that. So when when you that 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 is what (laughs) highlights my uh, my my frustration when when you're not doing episodes.
1: Yeah, it's a weird thing, right? So you know, you make this big, you know, life changing move,
0: Uh but then
1: there's things that you have to suss out because of that. And on top of that, you're looking around and you're going what in the hell's going on in the world? Like, Mm -hmm. what is this? And what is that? Which way is up? And I honestly felt like I had to, I had to evaluate the benefit for myself in doing it, but also the benefit for everyone else. And I felt like it's almost a selfish endeavor, right? Because we get into it because we want to hear these stories and we want to talk hunting um, and hunting already is kind of a selfish endeavor. Yeah. We put food on the plate, but it's solitude and man time, you know, that kind of shit. And I had to really figure out, bro, like, is this what I should be focusing on with all the shit show that the world is in? And I didn't know if it was me just, being selfish or you, you just have to evaluate. Like yeah. I need to check myself cause there's so much going on. Like there's, there's not better shit to focus on than hunting at the moment. Like Jeez. I'm watching no. people lose it. no. <laughs> 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 you, you, you look around you, right? Yeah. And, and yeah, your world is only so big, but then you look around and other people are s- literally suffering through shit. And it's just, I, I just, there was a part of me that just didn't feel right. It didn't feel right to do it. Um, because of where we were and we're still there,
2: but I really had to,
1: I had to evaluate it for myself and say, you know, what, what am I doing and why am I doing it? Um, the reason I started, the reason I started doing it was to highlight the every average, you know, everyday story and, you know, get that shit out there. Um, Mm -hmm. and it just, it just felt weird for a little bit. It it, honestly, it was just like, fuck, man, with all that's
0: going on. Wow. You kind of went through that uh, last year um, in you know late summer. I remember talking to you about some of these same things, and it, it always amazes me how things so far removed from your own small world can have such an impact on on your own small world. You know what I mean? Like like these. Uh, um, I don't know I'll give you a great example these woke motherfuckers I don't live by any of these people like that is not reality in in my neck of the woods and and I suspect that it's not reality in the majority of America but they're so loud and such fussy crybaby you know controlling little freaks. That push this woke bullshit, that it, it ends up affecting all of us and and like it, it makes it so like guys like me and you were talking about it and yeah. it's it's so in your face throughout media and and on social media and through other radio shows or podcasts or yeah you know even t- even tv you know they they've, they've really ruined some really great television shows with this woke with bullshit, it. yep. and, and it's got to go. Like, and, and you know, I, I've actually been quite impressed with uh, some of the kickback or the the um, the the lack of tolerance for this wokeness
1: uh, mm-hmm. from from well, a lot I think of people.
0: I, I, I think, think people everybody's are sick about of
1: it. Up. Yeah, yeah we're sick of it. Like we don't
0: up. we don't want to be controlled by your little bitch ass that can't can't take a joke. Like you're you're trying to cancel people that we think are funny. They're comedians, they're supposed to do that. They're or or whatever that this TV show is canceled or that athlete is canceled. You know, we're sick of that. This is this is freaking America. We don't need to tolerate this shit. If you don't like yeah, it, yeah. shut your mouth and go away. We don't fucking care yeah. about what your opinion is.
1: And well, so that, and that's the thing, I think too, yeah. right? Is is that we don't care. I like I, I I have my opinions. I have my views, but I'm always willing to listen to p- opinions and views of someone else. I don't yeah. have to fucking agree with you. Exactly. Right. I yeah. don't even have to like It's them, not about but agreeing. I will respect. Right. I will respect the fact that we can we can have differing views. That's what makes this a great country. That is how it's supposed to be.
0: That's how now things, that's how things get achieved. Yeah. Yeah. Now,
1: what's that saying? If you're if you're in a group of. Uh, in a, a room full of people, you know, discussing something, and everyone has the same idea. It's all fucked up, or something along those lines. I butchered it, but you get the no, gist. No, I, right? I
0: totally get the gist.
1: I, it, that's it, it, it doesn't make it doesn't make sense. It's it doesn't
0: like bode I, I, well to progress I, at all. Oh, it hinders no. progress, and I and I think that that's what what why people are are you know, no pun intended, but they're waking up to this woke. Wokeness—it it just doesn't belong in America, and it's such a lack of maturity to think and have the ego big enough to think that your emotional reaction to something negates everybody else's opinion and belief system. Like I, I'm a principled man, and and I don't—I really don't care if somebody wants to run around and uh, come up with some new gender that they want to call themselves. I don't. Yeah, i don't, you Do to you. I, you do you but don't expect yeah. me to lie to myself and lie to everybody else by falling for that and, and and going along with it and that's my opinion. I'm not gonna mistreat you but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna if you ask me about it I will tell you it, it reminds me of the story uh, that, that Abraham Lincoln told. He says you know he, he was he was asking a, a room full of people if you are counting the legs on a dog and you include the tail, how many legs does a dog have And everybody answered five. And he said, "Wrong. Just because you call the tail a leg doesn't make don't it... make
1: that motherfucker a leg."
0: Yeah, and and, <laughs> and I, I don't, I can't verify whether or not Abraham Lincoln told that story, but I'm a, I'm an amateur historian, and it sounds like something <laughs> Abraham Lincoln would say. So, um, throw that caveat or caveat out there. But anyway, that's yeah. I don't, to, I don't. It just goes know, to bro. your point, man. It's, I'm just yeah, sick of I, it.
1: You, you look around and you see all this shit. And, you, and, and for me, you know, like you said last year, right? I mean, think about what was going on. This shit's been going on for a couple of years now.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, when
1: I was in, in California, I mean, they're a block and a half away from the fucking house. And I'm, you know, I'm like, OK, I got to protect my family got to protect my shit. You know what happens? I, I because they can go out and be lawless and do all the shit they want to do as soon as I go to defend my shit. Then I'm the one in trouble.
0: Yeah, you're the right? one that's I'm got a. One. You, you're the one that has yeah. to have accountability, and yes. they're they're without it. It's bullshit, dude.
1: That that shit. You you want to talk about a level of stress? <laughs> that shit ain't no joke, dude. I, dude I, like,
0: I I would be in big trouble if I lived somewhere like that. Oh, it's
1: you know, But but that's the thing that you don't. You, it's like anything. Bring the shit to my front door. And we got a problem,
2: mm-hmm. right?
1: If if you keep that shit away from me, I, I could give a, a rat's ass. I don't give a flying chili bean fart whether or not you want to live that way. It does not affect me. Exactly. That is your gig. Go do you. I'm going to do me. Just don't fuck with me. And as soon as you bring that shit to me, you come knocking on my door with it, then that's when we have an issue. The problem is these motherfuckers want it in everyone's house, and it doesn't belong there. But I'm starting to... I'm starting to think it's not about all this media bullshit. I, I don't think that their narrative or their push is anything about a coming together or an acceptance no. because I think it's, it's them creating a divide that, that probably, yeah maybe in some instances it was there, right? Or emphasizing a divide, right? Because exploiting, you like this. E-
0: exploiting what already exists. Is that what you're saying? Yes, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I would agree with right? that. Because,
1: who cares if you're not affect I don't know I don't know that I know anyone that gives a shit about what I do if I don't affect them. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't exactly. even make sense. It, it, i talked to a ton of fucking people. I had in California a couple hundred people working for me. People don't care. People don't care. Yeah, there's there's bad apples, right? There's shitheads. Yeah, there every, ain't no group, doubt about every that. group's got one. shitheads. But for the most part people are good right yep. it's all this bullshit and then when people start to buy into the bullshit because they feel like oh i fit in that group and i think that's what they're doing with all this shit mm-hmm. is they're searching so they can create these fucking these divides whatever that means conspiracy theorists foil hat it's like don't buy the bullshit the man next well, to you is and a good man
0: there is there is a lot to be said for the side of it that turns to I don't I don't even know the right word, but it I feel like there's a lot of grown ass Americans that for some reason have a lack of fulfillment in their life and they need attention and they need they need like a tribe that's why you
1: started
0: themselves. the fucking podcast yeah, it is <laughs> <laughs> no and it's, like, uh, it it's just like came out the closet <laughs> oh man you busted me. no but you you look at this stuff like like who who in their right mind like think about this who in the fuck sits there and thinks that okay i'm gonna believe this way and if somebody doesn't agree with me I'm gonna make a big stink out of it and call them intolerant and bigots and and uh, racists and 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 all this stuff, right? I'll, yeah. I'll, but what's just the name... What's
1: the what's the real percentage of people that are like that? That's what I'm saying.
0: It's like less than five is... percent. It's just like it's just like the population. When it, if you want to relate it into into hunting terms, you know, if you if you if you actually take the amount of people that buy hunting tags and compare that to animal right activists. Uh, hostile vegans and anti-hunting extremists that are active in those causes out are hunters outweigh that group. So, Mm -hmm. so we're less than 5% of the population in the United States. So they've got to be half of that. If, if even, but who do we hear in the media? Who do we hear more from? We hear from hostile vegans, anti-hunters. That's who we hear
1: from. But that's part of the problem. Right. I mean, ultimately, that's part of the problem with the with the fight that we see right? is because, well, because those people that that's, you know, 0.5 percent, they're willing to go pound the table and scream and holler and hoot and do whatever the hell they think they're doing while we just want to be left the fuck alone. So then we go and just like, oh, I don't want to deal with these bullshit fucking people. It's mm-hmm. just like, you know, when you're when you're walking through the woods, and you're getting harassed by non hunter Right. You just kind of walk away. You're the guy with the weapon and you don't want no problems. You just want to enjoy your hunt. So you just walk away. And I think a lot of times that's what happens is we just don't want to deal with the shit. So in, in order not to deal with it, we walk away. They sit there hooting and hollering. We walk away. Hey, We're victorious. Right. Because any win for them or any perceived win for them is a fucking win. Like you didn't win a fucking thing here. Right. I'm still going about my business doing I just went
0: I just went to plan B or plan C or plan D in my hunt plan and Mm -hmm. you didn't do anything other than cost me some time you you know but that
1: but that attitude that attitude and I've had it right that attitude is is where I shouldn't oh fuck him I don't care um that's that's why we're where we are. You get a lot more right? vulgar. I, mean,
0: I, I notice you use a lot more cuss words when you're on the Western Huntsman podcast.
1: I I, I love it. I do, man. You get me love it. um <laughs> No, I think that's part of it. You know, and I've had those instances where it's like, you know, um, you know, I'm gonna wait right here before I walk over there because I know it's just gonna be, you know, a shit show. Mm-hmm. And then me and my buddy were hunting one day, and we. You know the way the trail was. We came out of our area. We're walking down the trail, and we had these—I think it was three girls, two dudes—and the fucking the, the the girls were just irate that we were hunting. Really? I fucking believe it. I mean, they uh, were. I've never—I've
0: never experienced that, man. That's crazy. Look, well,
1: California, um, and the <laughs> dudes and the dudes were standing there, kind of embarrassed. You know, they're not going to say shit um, because they don't want to get get the same. You know ass whooping well that's the um, that's the so thing
0: like like women could be a lot more mouthy because they're not going to get their ass whooped like a well, dude and,
1: and yeah, yeah right and it's like oh well, okay these guys got weapons like you know what i mean like okay there's some there's some caution you need to err on the side of yeah and uh and you know and, and we and we're nice about it. my buddy drew he was like ready to get and you know big giant bitch and uh and I'm like, look, this is, you know, we, we have taxes, absolutely 110% legal for us to be here as national forest, blah, blah, blah. Just kind of tried to walk them through it. And and they just kept going. And you know, we could hear this this uh doe rustling around. And it, we called this area doe field, by the way, because there was always doe and fawn in it. And I looked at him and I said, dude, if that fucking doe shows her face with them standing here. Fucking cap it. <laughs> <laughs> just Try. fucking shoot it. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. you know, and it was just like and now I, I think that was kind of the realization for me of I can't walk away from it, you know. I, I gotta I have to I have to deal with it head on because it'll never get any easier or better. And at the end of, you know, the, the fiasco, if you will You know, it was just still the one instigator lady that was talking shit and, you know, pissed off we were doing it. And the other two had quieted down and the dudes never said anything. Um, Hmm. But I I think I think us addressing it head on um, and it doesn't have to be, you know, in a in a harmful way to us. um, But but having the dialogues um and how we approach it you know we're up against a lot dude i mean we you look are. at social media and you you know if you if you fart in the wrong way on social media as a hunter you you know you get the I, like right now i got the shadow ban because i'll get on you know uh a uh two a post or something like that and i'll make a comment no oh, really dude i did, oh i did is that Is a shadow ban
0: where shit. they like hide your profile or whatever oh is that, is dude, that what that means like,
1: so yes like <laughs> like maybe my content sucks and nobody likes me. maybe that's it right but i've seen a difference since you know cuz you get tired of being quiet right you get oh, tired of oh i do too. Not, I,
0: I have a you, hard especially on facebook yeah. man I, you i'm a you get a tired of not facebook. being
1: quiet yeah you know and and not standing up um for what you believe in and your values and and well as here- soon as i started doing that it that motherfucker tanked
0: <laughs> That's interesting. I I didn't know. I didn't know. See, I always look at it like I don't think I'm like a big enough deal to get shadow banned for for well, me. It's you funny know, though. and so. But, but I, I want to even
1: just with Hunzi, even just. No, with I, I know, and
0: out. I I want to ask you something about that because, I don't know. Like like with the two A stuff, um, you know, I get super vocal about that. I I get I get rowdy about the two A stuff, and I I think um. You know, there's been a lot of contention lately because of these uh, these uh, these congressmen that are coming up with this uh, anti uh, Pittman you know the Return Act that tries mm-hmm. to cut the pittman robertson Act and and I had a I had an episode about it. And then I listened to like Chris Rowe, who like rips my oh, opinion dude. apart on yeah. one side. But I think you know Chris 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 if you ever listen to this, you got to understand one thing, dude. Like when a Democrat. When a liberal Democrat comes out with shitty legislation proposals, such as the one that was going to add a thousand percent excise tax on firearm purchases, we expect that out. We, we do like these are these are freaking bedwetting liberals. And this is what they think of. And this is what they conjure up. We expect it. We do not expect Something as successful as the pittman robertson Act to be even proposed because now that can of worms is open permanently by by the the, the right, the pro Second Amendment people who have always had a sense of pride and a badge of honor over this. Anyways, right? But okay, that, okay, that's a totally argue, different. Argue, okay, argue, well, yeah, let, yeah let, bring it, bring it on, brother, bring it, bring it, right?
1: Bring it. Because why is that the only thing we're doing that
0: that's the problem what do you mean what, what do you it. mean why, if, why is what but, the only thing we're doing
1: uh, it's not the only thing we're doing but but that is that is i, I pay i you know when i buy this shit i i'm contributing to Pittman robertson mm-hmm. right when i get my hunting license i'm a master of conservation um i sent off my 35 dollars for this membership so i'm a a P O O sure. will say sure. Sure, sure. <laughs> And I got my fucking t shirt, right? So there's all the but that can't be the extent of it. That that shit cannot be the extent of it. And when you when no. you look at what the Pittman Robertson Act was back then, right, this is this is this big this big change, this big stand up, right? This this coming together, if you will, to make the decision to pay that eleven percent.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What the fuck have we done? I mean, honestly. What have what have we done?
0: What What, are what are you asking? Like what what has who done? Like just just your average. What have we done
1: as sportsmen? What have we done as sportsmen that has been so grand that we think that we can ride the coattails of something for sixty fucking years, seventy years, eighty, and think that that's enough.
0: Well, okay. let, let me let me, really. let me let me let me answer that in, in a couple of different ways, because I, and, I and wait, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you answer it. OK, um,
1: Chris Rowe. Uh, yeah, we know that you're going to be swinging at this motherfucker. <laughs>
0: Dude, Chris knows I love him. Chris knows I Chris love him.
1: Chris is a motherfucking man.
0: Bro. Yeah, I, I, I love Chris and and I'd be happy to talk about this with him. It's not it's not that I'm in 100 percent disagreement with chris i'm not i'm just mm-hmm. not in 100 percent agreement with him agreement, either. agreement right because i you will not find a bigger advocate for the second amendment than i am and so mm-hmm. i i just think that the inappropriate response to any of this is to have a reactionary piece of legislation that that tries to dismantle one of the very few pieces of successful legislation our shit-faced federal government has ever managed to make happen and make work because generally Mm -hmm. we both know that things coming out and I don't care what side it comes from, Democrat or Republican things coming out of Washington DC. It rarely works. It's rarely efficient. It's rarely effective. But you asked the question as to, to why we are patting, patting ourselves on the back for, for Pittman Robertson, but who else out there has recovered these species that were on the brink of extinction? It wasn't PETA. It, It wasn't, it wasn't the humane society of the united states or, no absolutely or, not or uh, that singer sarah mclaughlin or, or but, whatever but the
1: there's hell her more name is. to the there there's more there, there's the picture, right?
0: there is a lot more so it's a, it's a 50 50 split right so conservation efforts are paid for by hunters and i like having that but it, you know half of that comes from pittman robertson funds which is about a billion bucks uh a billion dollars or so, so th- thus far uh and the other half comes from license sales and it's a good workable system. It's just like I, I I get the same vitriol like reaction when I when I hear of a uh, well it doesn't matter what party they're from but it generally comes from the right where they want to come after public lands and they don't believe in the concept of public lands and they mm-hmm. they act like it's it once belonged to the state and it's time to give it back. A that's not telling the story. You're lying. B the um that that like I'll put it to you this way. I I am super conservative. Like I, I am super conservative guy. I, I I don't I don't know that people listening to my show actually know the depths of my uh, convictions. <laughs> okay, like I I am not just kind of right leaning. Uh, I am super conservative. Uh, Chris Chris Rowe, if you're listening, I am more conservative than you are. And so well, you
1: know what though, but but here's the thing with that, right? It it, it there's this there is this air about when we say left and right at at this point, right? And in this, there's this air about it. And there's absolutely Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with being uber conservative, especially when the person that's saying they're uber conservative is willing to have a freaking dialogue, right? Mm -hmm. When you're willing to have a dialogue, you're like, okay, I could have some flaw here. Sway me a little bit.
0: Yes, you know? and, and, and that's and, and, and that's the beauty of it though, because because yes. we're grown-ups, man, me and you, we can have a little bit of difference of opinion. We we can we can still go hunting next month. Um Chris and I, or you and Chris, or or however you want to mash that up, Chris Rowe. Um, we can disagree about a, a couple of these things, and it doesn't mean that we're not friends. I'd still love mm-hmm. to go to uh, Kansas and do a whitetail hunt with Chris. It, d- it doesn't take that away, and that's where society has gotten so fucked up. Like, yeah. we have a different opinion about what this uh, – or Congressman Clyde, whatever, I don't know what he is. Um, I think he's a congressman out of Georgia, introduces this legislation to Gut Pittman robertson Acts. We have a different reaction to it. That does not mean we're not friends. Now, could I be friends with the douchebag that introduced legislation to add a 1,000% excise tax on assault weapons or or whatever they want to call assault weapons? They're not freaking assault weapons, by the way, folks. Anyway, no, I'm not going to be friends with that guy. that, That is unconstitutional it's against the foundational principles of our our, our free society in our country and what has made the best quality of life for human beings in the history of the world and you guys want to fuck that up so no i'm not going to be friends with that guy but to have these differences like like i'll tell you what i you live in colorado i live in idaho you wear birkenstocks i drink man beer uh you, you know, those kind you of you wear things. cowboy boots
1: and ain't got a fucking cowboy bone in your body. <laughs> no, I, I have a cowboy bone,
0: but there wanna be cowboy bones. I, I <laughs> listen, I got on a bull one time and I, I lasted like two point three seconds. Hey, brother. And that was the last most, time. That
1: that's more than most people would ever attempt.
0: That's the last time <laughs> I did it. Oh, I I I take that back. I did try it when we were deployed overseas with the Mar- We were in Kosovo. And they were these small. They, they weren't even bulls. They were cows with horns. Whatever breed that is. That's how much not a cowboy I am. I don't know what kind of cows <laughs> these were. <laughs> but uh, some of my marine buddies dared me to jump on the bull or, or the back of this this cow with horns, and I did. And I think I lasted 1.5 seconds. But they got pictures of me getting launched off it in my uh, in my uniform.
1: <laughs> hey, bro, I was I was the king of drunk ass. Electric bull rides in Tijuana when we go down. We <laughs> were like seventeen fake IDs going to to party and drink. Oh, that's I fantastic! I get on that damn electric bull man and ride the hell out of that son of
0: a bitch. I'll bet you could, brother. I'll bet it. Well, man, well man, I I don't want to keep you too long. I know you got family in town. I got family in town. Um, and I just, I I just, I I think the biggest thing because I think we we covered some ground, but we didn't cover enough tonight. So we're gonna have to do this again.
1: Yeah, absolutely, bro. You um,
0: know, I'm always. Oh, game. We need to get back onto our little rhythm here, man, where we bring in somebody else and, and uh, we, we, oh, we try dude. to solve all the world's problems. Uh, I really I'll like hit, doing I'll that.
1: Hit, I'll hit Chris up, dude. <laughs> yeah, hit Chris up,
0: dude. Let's do it. I'll one. hit Chris Let's, up. Yeah, hit Chris That'd up. That'd be badass. I text him. No, man, I had I, him on uh, a couple months ago, and we were supposed to talk about some other subject and ended up talking about elk, so I made it a School of September episode, and mm-hmm. <laughs> which is usually what happens with us. And uh so it'd be great to get him back on and, and I, I, I really do respect and like Chris's perspective. Um
1: I you know, it, it's it it's not about agreeing with him, right? What I what I appreciate it's not just the perspective. No, it's not it's not agreeing. He, I just
0: respect it. I respect his perspective. Yeah, the, the fact he thinks that he about he
1: has it. well the fact that he has the balls enough to say, Hey, slow down, motherfuckers. Yeah. And think about and look at both sides or you know, all sides of this before you rush to action and judgment. Yeah, for sure. And that agreeing or disagreeing is, is a mute point. Right. But just the fact that he's saying, Hey, sportsmen pay attention, you know, don't, don't just jump on a bandwagon because you think it's the thing to do and you ain't done fuck all else. And I, yeah. and I, when, when he goes on those, you know, ain't doing shit things. And, and, you know, I, I think we could be doing a lot more, um,
0: Oh, and I do, where that I starts. couldn't agree with that more. Yeah,
1: you know, I mean, the hard part is where does that start, right? And how well, does that's, that start? Well, that's
0: I think that that is a good goal to maybe come up with some solutions over the next 12 months, like like for for you and I to have some of these discussions. Where can we start? Where can we mm-hmm. be better? Where can we improve? Because just being a hunter and buying your your license and and knowing that you you contributed and you helped with the Pittman Robertson and blah blah blah, and maybe you're a member of Rocky Mountain Elk. Uh, you know, that's just not enough anymore. That's not enough. And and I've had that feeling for a long time. And that is why it's not I, I have attention deficits or whatever are uh, or needing or, or, or whatever we just talk. See, I do have attention deficit. I forgot what you were making fun of me about earlier. But um, <laughs> the uh, that's what it is. I, I wanted to make a difference because I felt like what we are doing is just not enough. And I feel like you feel that way. I think Chris feels that way. Uh, I think a lot of hunters out there do feel that way, and they feel kind of helpless in a sense of, like, what do we do? What do we do to be better? What do we do to protect the future for our kids? And that's, I think, what I want to achieve. Shit for our
1: kids. I mean, now it's – I mean, honestly, and I said it – I think I said it last year. Like, I never thought – that i would feel like i had to fight for my for my privilege my right to yeah i know go on the mountain and chase animals dude. i know me in either the way. last couple of years i'm like holy fuck i'm not just doing this for the future generations i need to ensure that i could do this shit into my 80s
0: exactly you know yeah. it's fucking no, scary exactly it's a scarier prospect what what if you're what if you're somebody in washington what if you're a washington resident and now you have to wonder if if uh if you're ever going to have a bear season in the spring again or or are they going to take it a step Oregon. further and get rid of fall bear? Um, you well, know, puck, look at what Oregon.
1: They, what was that? SB thirteen or some shit in Oregon. Oh, well, they that, crazy? Like, that crazy, that yeah, crazy ass buddy. legislation.
0: Yeah, yeah man, Z- fucking nut, Z-T-Topia. man. That that sissy. <laughs> I pointed him out. I, I I found him. I tracked him down and and got a message to him to come on my show. And he wouldn't dare unless I. They and, won't do it. Yeah, I, never. He's like, if we never, can agree ever. that animals shouldn't die for human consumption or some shit, some stupid um whatever that
1: motherfucker better be eating rocks and sand grains.
0: yeah right seriously.
1: because i mean come on man uh,
0: grow up yeah. They're, They're, it's so people, unrealistic
1: grow up they'll never they never want to have the conversation with us no. i've tried and tried
0: and tried so i was blue in the face i was super nice too I, w- I was super yeah. nice I, I said hey I, you know i saw it's ip13 i believe uh, yeah or ip33 or what? whatever a- anyway it's a, it's a it's an absolutely ludicrous, unrealistic mm-hmm. proposition, but what it'll, it'll never happen, uh, you know, today or maybe, probably not even in the next ten to twenty years. But my concern is that there are people that actually think that that's a legitimate position to take,
1: it's and
0: um, it, it's nuts, dude. Like I get uh, after enough whiskey, I like I I think about <laughs> stuff like that, and I get so freaking mad. Uh like like who is who the fuck where do the fuck do well, these people come You just got
1: you <laughs> got to go up to your high camera and just say fuck this and detox yeah cuz that's I mean that's a good really, idea I like it, it It is it is the the only way to in my head to deal with some of this shit is you got to escape it every now and again just to clear your path Yeah because it, totally it's agree. so much all the time it's like this shit is unhealthy and it I don't is. care what side of the the aisle you're standing on, or if you're in the middle, the shit is unhealthy to have this it much.
0: It totally is, man.
1: Mayhem. <laughs> dude, I just, <laughs> I just
0: like uh, that's. I just put out like that bear episode I did on YouTube, mm-hmm. and I was watching back, and dude, I look old. Like I look old in the I'm only 41 years old, and I look like I'm I'm 60. Like I'm I'm like Chris Rose age or something. No, I'm ah. <laughs> see now if he wouldn't agree to come on before now he's going to come on he's got to defend his honor yeah, that, that's a that son of a bitch a trip, made fun bro. of me
1: <laughs> what's up yeah. let's do that no honest, it's, yeah i'll hit chris up man.
0: i'll, uh, I'll hit him up you hit him up cool. and and let's get him on for one of those episodes where we where we kind of doing these uh these panel discussions and and uh the biggest again i know i know we we both got family in town so we, we should probably wrap it up but uh, congratulations on the move, man. I can't Thanks, wait to see like how your hunting season goes down. I think it's going to be a lot better for you. Uh, a lot less uh, miles on the truck for sure. And Oh, yeah. Uh, I love following your Instagram uh, because you've got all these new adventures going on. And that, my friend, is what is all, it's all about. And I, it's I appreciate
1: amazing. it got to get out and live my brother i appreciate the opportunity anytime you ask me to get on man it's an honor
0: well again where this this is just this is just re-engaging from where we left off prior to you leaving um <laughs> leaving the world <laughs> leaving, leaving the world yeah yeah so thanks again for coming on dude i appreciate no, it no brother awesome. i appreciate it man yeah we'll talk thanks soon too. all right my brother